Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. Hi, Sophie. Sophia. Hi. You're yelling in the mic. Okay. Oh, God. She's yelling in the mic. I don't mean to yell in the mic. She's yelling. I was just excited to see Sophie and her new cool hairdo. First of all, can we say uh authentic selves? Authentic selves. Authentic selves. I'm off my phone. Your phone is always on. Okay. It's not on. You're You're also yelling. Am I yelling? I don't. I'm not yelling. How's that? (laughs) MSMRP. What? MS what? What do you call that? MSRP? Yeah. <laughs> is that, that it called MSRP? Yes, we're gonna say that's what it's called. What it's like what is it called? What is it called? ASMR. 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 There were letters in MSRP there. MSRP is the manufacturer's <laughs> like standard re- something retail price. <laughs> suggested retail price. <laughs> so that's when you buy a new car. SRP. <laughs> weirdo. Close. It was close. You weirdo. Oh, this is we've got so much to talk about. We've we have so much, <laughs> so much to talk about. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do? Well, we'll start out with. Uh, let's go back to last week. Chris got upset that I hashtag me too with his name, <laughs> and I feel like I didn't have a full chance to explain it. And then I'm gonna tell a really great story about Chris Orlando to make up for it. Aww. So I just—it's kind of a disclaimer. Okay. Okay. Oh, I know. I haven't been doing this disclaimer for the last like I don't know. Month. Well, our regular disclaimer is that. This is for entertainment purposes, purposes only. only. Yes. And the other disclaimer is that, listen, I'm an open book and I'm 50 years old. My partner is 50 years old. We are the result of being raised by baby boomers who are fucked up in the fucking head. And No letters, please. <laughs> I hadn't. Did I tell you about the argument I had with my neighbor who's a lovely ba- baby boomer? No. Who was like, I had started the car. It was super, super hot. And I was like, oh, I forgot something in the in the house. And I was in the driveway and the car was running. And I just ran into the house to get what I forgot, came back out. And my hippie baby boomer neighbor was like, oh, you know, if you leave your car running, <laughs> it's not good for the carbon footprint. Okay. I was like, you know, if the people your age with all of your principles actually got into the system and changed the system, <laughs> we wouldn't be having this conversation you missed the boat. Sorry. <laughs> and she was like, you, you know what? You're right. You're right. But you still should. I'm like, okay, I appreciate you telling me I'm right, but shut up. I love that you can't just go na 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 You have to go into like a dissertation. And it cracks me up. Well, I have logic behind my bitchy insanity. See, the difference is that you're quick. I'd be like, I am. I I'd am. Be like, you don't that want is, me hot. I that is my- <laughs> I would say, listen, you don't want me hot. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is my superpower. If I was an X-Men, you know, my superpower is I have a quick tongue. I am very quick. My superpower is not that. (laughs) That That would not be it. I don't know how you do it. I always get envious. I've always been envious because I'm that person that I know that people are listening like, Right after you had a good comeback, but like maybe two hours yeah, later. Yeah, they're like, oh, I wish oh, I said that. My I fist know. clench up and I go, oh. I know, I am pretty quick. You're and very quick. So I had that. But it, so, okay. So <laughs> back to us being raised by dumb baby boomers. 
you know, so we all can acknowledge that we were raised in the in the world of sexuality. There's this weird dance. Like girls were supposed to not to want to have sex. You know, right? Sophie's age. You know, they embrace their they have sexuality. Apps. They have apps. <laughs> And we had appetizers. I love that. They have apps. <laughs> and I love that. But we, people our age, still are in that terrible, weird, yes, but no. I have to say no, but I mean yes. And boys who were raised by women. Yeah. So it's not, this isn't a man bashing thing. Right. Women raised men. Women right. continue to raise men. Right. And when people are like, men are assholes, men are rapists, they weren't just raised by a bunch of men. Right. Right. Women right. were involved at yeah. some point. So this is not about that. Right. But that there is this weird push pull thing that happens. So to go back to when I talked about going on that mall date and I said, please don't. And he was convinced that if he, you know, just trust me right. because it's programmed in him and other men like him that no does not necessarily mean no. Do you know what's interesting? I've been wanting to get a feminist tattoo because I'm, I'm a millennial. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, and I finally figured out what my, what my feminist tattoo is. Okay. Mom. And no, that's, that's no, something that's else. That's okay. not a feminist no. tattoo. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get no with the woman uh, yeah. symbol as yeah. the O, just because no. No, because no. No, women yeah. have not been able to say no. Correct. Correct. And it's our fault for as Correct. well. It's equally our Correct. fault. You know, I, I've said this plenty of times that I didn't realize how much uh, self-rape I was doing as a teenager. <gasps> sure. Whoa, that's really heavy. I've never sure. heard that. Yeah, what, is, that. what does that mean? It means when you don't say no for yourself. So that you say really, yes. That is really, uh, I don't know the word. It's really deep and really, and yeah. I've never heard self-rape. Yeah, I think it's it's intense. It's and I, I like it's it. So, it's, it's, it's so it's so true. We we do it. I think men and women do it. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know yes. where where we want to say no, but we're either too anxious to say no, or we or we want to please people. It's not just sexually. Comfortable. It's not just sexual. That's Ex my point. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my. exactly. And that's my feminist yeah. tattoo. Is that's just, going no. back to the conversation no. last week. It right. wasn't hashtag Me Too. Was oh, you know to use that overworked and we're sick of it smart. saying woke you know right. woke term it's that women's voices are being heard and it's and it's in it's endemic in our culture right and so when women say no please don't there's a part of people who don't respect that it comes from a place like please don't talk me out into something right, right? because they were programmed you have to talk girls into sex right right, right. that's you know, that's that I always, you know, make it's a the joke. Porky's it's, it's, mentality. The it's, it's the, the date rape song. Mentality. It's the date rape song yeah, yeah. that I call. It's the, you know, baby, it's cold outside. Right, right. Now, I personally don't think it should be banned. I don't think it should be censored. I kind of laugh about it. And I call it the date rape song because it's the coercion that happens. And it happens endemically in all layers of our lives. And I love that young people, Sophie's age, we've raised them. Yeah. That no can mean no. No means no, fucker. Yeah. And so I think it's not his fault. Right. It's nobody's fault. And I got in the car. Right. I did trust him. I did like, all right, I'll go with it because, you know, whatever. And, you know, 
Chris, my Chris, is, you know, a super nice, respectful Sweet. guy. Sweet, yeah. And so to make up for how he felt badly, um, and I don't know if he'll listen to it or not, but um, it did remind me. I was, I said to him when I got home, and he was like, "How could you even say?" Me too with me. I was like, I didn't finish my thought about it completely because I think it made people uncomfortable to talk about it. And so I'm like, I said, you fought Leatherface for, for a woman that he didn't know. Right. And he was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you did. And he is that guy. Yeah. And um, I, I feel I'm going to honor him right now and tell that story because actually we were at a convention this weekend mm-hmm. and he is... Always on the lookout for people who treat children well and women well. I will say that. And people well in general. He's the first one. He's very righteous. He is a righteous dude. He's very righteous. I I admire that about him. So uh, before we were together, uh, so probably like 14 years ago or so, uh, he was at a convention that was like horror film convention. Yeah. And he was at a bar after the hours of vending was over and people were being social. And um, there was a girl he was talking to at the bar, like literally like leaning at the bar. They were at the bar Mm -hmm. and Chris had another friend with him and there was another girl. And the whole reason why Chris was even chatting with the girl next to her next to him was that his friend was macking on her friends. Right. So um, kind of out of nowhere, the actor at the time, and I'm going to say allegedly because I would love to be famous enough that we would get in trouble for saying this story, but um, allegedly, but Chris was there and this was the story, that uh, the actor who played Leatherface most currently came up behind the girl, or currently up to that point, up behind the girl and cupped her breasts. Oh, no way. Yeah, as a greeting. She did not know him. I would... I don't know. I that would so and Chris immediately. And she was like, "What the fuck?" And she immediately like pushed back. And Chris could clearly see that this was a bad thing. And Chris was like, "And the guy, he's Leatherface. Right? He's like, yeah, six foot five. Right? right. And like hundreds of pounds. Like he's not. He's not a small man." And Chris was like, "Dude, that is not cool. Don't touch her." Right. And the girl was like, what the fuck? I didn't ask for that. Like, get away from me. And the guy was very smarmy and like, no, you know you like it. He yeah. did that thing. And Chris yeah. was like, she doesn't like it. Back off. Mm-hmm. And then swings were made. And eventually oh, Chris, Chris, Chris scrappled with him. What? Did you not know this story? I don't know the story. That's why I'm listening. You told me to listen today. Listen. <laughs> so, Yeah. Chris said, you know, Chris said he remembers this big oh, paw shit. of a man, like a big paw of a hand coming at him. And then Chris just grabbed the bar stool like a lion tamer and went after him with the stool. Did he break a bottle? Did he break He didn't duck? break the bottle. That would be a your move. But <laughs> he did like lion tame stool bar wow. stool and there was like flying bodies and eventually and the cops were called. And the guy did the the guy did the like I'm a celebrity and that guy attacked me, and those girls they were not having it. Oh, they came to Chris's. Chris was going to be arrested. Oh my god! Because that guy had celebrity status. Because you're a and celebrity. 
the girls were like, no, 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 no. He touched me. And I didn't. And Chris was, and the guy was like, you don't know who I am. And Chris was like, you don't know who I am. I've been working these shows longer than you, you have. You don't know who I am. And Kat, and Chris, you're Kathy. Chris actually got him banned from <gasps> wow. working conventions. And it, it became a thing. But I, that was how many years ago? To this day, girls and the girls who know that that those girls they always come up to chris and say chris thank you for <laughs> defending my friend blah blah like all those years ago and the and i have heard this story not just from chris but from three of those women because they've gone out of the way to say your guy is such a good guy let uh, me tell you what he did for us right and he fought fucking leatherface doesn't like bullies. He's that guy. Henry's the no. same way. No bullies. Yeah. We don't like bullies. Neither you know, do you. No. I told that story when you were eight. Did I tell the story yeah. on the podcast? Yeah. I don't, I don't like bullies either. Yeah. And yet I was with a bully. But, you know, I think that, I, th- I think which, when you were talking about the situation and then Sophie brought up like self-rape, which is very intense to say that out loud but how we do that on so many levels like with our families mm-hmm. like we we've talked about so many things on this podcast about obligations and how we're trained like we're just so trained that we're so it's so um if you don't do something that there's such a consequence that's so hurtful if you don't show up on thanksgiving yeah 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 if you don't come to you know the family reunion if you don't do this there's such an extreme Mm -hmm. consequence to things that if the things that you don't want to do yeah it's no no comparison but i'm saying no no but like it's there's such so many different levels to um there's programming of obligation of obligation to the extreme where you're to the extreme to the extreme where you Believe me, I feel obligated to Sophie. I feel obligated to you. And all of us here at this table have done things for each other when we didn't really feel like doing it, but we made the choice. And on the other hand, we've all self-advocated for each other and we respect that. But there's a give and take. That's what I'm saying. If it's all take. Right. That's when things break down. Right. If you you take my choice. Yeah. When you take my choice. Yeah. When you have a family member that keeps tally. Can't do it. No. Can't do it. No. Can't do it. What are the consequences? Yeah. I can't deal with breaking balls. I'm not good at it. I can't handle it on a, that's what, you know, and that's what was kind of blamed on me because I was, I became so secluded because I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle tit for tat with rhymes with other. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard to, to handle that. It's hard. And I, and not to want to make those same cycles to break cycles. Yeah. For crystal of the, uh, the week last week was purple light. Yeah, I had Purple. never heard of that. Me neither. Me neither. And when I, but it was so interesting. Before I read what it was about, it was very interesting about breaking heritage and boundaries because it was all about people who feel like they're cursed. I know we're talking like it's kind of a. I didn't mean to segue. No, into that's else. okay. But like, segue. Uh, is that I get a lot of calls. <laughs> yeah, and I don't mean to laugh. Yeah, but the first thing is people because they have bad luck or things happen to them, they automatically think that they're cursed. Yeah. 99.9 percent of the chance you're not cursed when people tell me that they think that they're cursed i usually say no honey i did not put a curse on you and if i didn't put a curse on you you don't have a curse on you (laughs) that's a a good answer i usually say i was like well i usually say what 
well, what makes you feel that? Mm-hmm. Um, there are patterns in families that I think are very interesting, but I don't consider it cursing. I think it's very interesting. And a hex, you mean? You don't hex. consider it like a curse. A curse. It's like something. The family's I think it's. I think it's a uh, karmic yeah. or soul group thing that people have. Mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting that I am the only one out of our cousins that has children. Now I have two cousins that have children and how similar you and you and another cousin are and how my other sister and a cousin, how, how much alike we are. Yeah. And I just go, it's like twins. Yeah. Like having that karmic pat- twins, karmic twins. Yeah. And I said, Oh, I wonder if that's a heritage thing. And it's not a curse because you guys are sometimes lucky, but like, <laughs> like just- we're very lucky. <laughs> I can't live without my oh, children. Baby just walked by. I love okay. my. All right, baby's okay. Baby check. Baby <laughs> check. One two three. Check. Baby check. Baby one two three. Hey. All right. So so I now I lost track because I love that song. Is that I feel like when people call me and they automatically feel like they're cursed, I say, "What makes you think that you are? Uh, what do you think a curse is?" And have you seen a psychic who wants to charge you $230 yes. with coffee beans? Yes. And you have to pay them in coffee beans and sheets. Paper towels. <laughs> Gasoline. Because they told you. Because that's what they need for that, their lawnmower. That's what they, they need. They need gas for their they lawnmower. Need they need it for, you know, for the tribe that they have, you know, in the back um, in their caravan. So I said... I usually ask those questions, and most of the time it's because other psychics or other people have told them they were cursed, and they believe that. Yeah. And it breaks my heart. I'm it glad, breaks my heart. You know what? Heart. I'm glad you're bringing this up because something happens this week that is very interesting, and I'm not going to name names, but here's the situation. I have a friend who works in weddings. She's a florist, and she does a lot of, uh, she does a lot of weddings in the city. And this particular wedding that she worked last week was um, in a very large ethnic family. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And there was a matriarch of this family who everyone called Aunt Blah 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 the psychic, who was psychic. Oh, I want to be that lady. Well, I want you to call me at the at the end of the wedding. She pulled my friend aside and said, "You know, this." the person who you could be with or the person that you love or whatever, cause she's in between relationships or she's not in between relationships. I don't know if she'll no. have a relationship. Right. She's just a single right now. I need right. to stop saying that. Right. Cause I'm programmed. Goes back to that. Programmed. Right. You just did it. Yeah. I just did it because I'm programmed. Sucks. Anyway. Uh, but she is the type of person that really likes being in love and she likes being in a couple and it is her, it, she thrives in sure. love and that's fine. And I, I think that's why I said okay. that because I can't see her being, you know, right. go, lonely. Go back, all right, go anyway, back, go back to the, alone, to the matriarch lonely. psychic lady. Anyway, she said to her, the person who you are, uh, it, he's closer than you think. He's actually really close right now. And recently someone in her past, and we'll talk about that in a second because I just doing, Oh my gosh, hold, hold that. I'm not doing anything. Page. Hold that page. Okay. Um, this person recently came back and he may, there's some red flags. Right. And we've been red flag comparison. Yeah. Comparison. I just made that up. You're me. You're me. You I told me to stop. You put you. your hand, you stuffed my soul. <laughs> I just challenged you. Stuffed you. I my sucked soul. that soul in like Ursula. <laughs> and my soul out. Uh, anyway, 
So my friend came back and she's like, and we've already talked about the red flags with this person, but these red flags are uh, our standards, okay? Right. So she was really like doubting herself. She was like, well, I, I kind of ruled him out because um, I didn't like these red flags. Yeah. And I said, you have to remember that this ethnic group thrives on marriage and kids. Right. I may or may not belong to this ethnic group, okay? And so this old woman has made it her priority in life to constantly make sure the young women in her life are married with kids and that equals happiness to right, her. Right. So she, hmm. that psychic had a filter. Right. And I remember hmm. when I was 19 years old, uh, not right. 19 years old, we talk I was about 20 this. years old. Yes. And we went to, no, hmm. I was older than that because Sophie was a baby. So 24 years ago, okay, I was about 24. And I had been with my boyfriend at that time for almost five years. Right. And it wasn't perfect. It wasn't great. I liked him and I appreciate him still for who he was to me. Sure. But I also didn't know, we all know, I didn't necessarily believe in marriage. I don't. Right. The institutions bother me. Right. And so, but here we are at a big Italian gathering and my 19-year-old cousins who I just met were aghast that I was with a guy for five years and not engaged. Right. And the 19-year-old said to me, well, he doesn't hit you, does he? And to me, that's a, it, it's like a tattoo burn, a memory I re- burn. I remember You know that. who I'm talking about. I do about. know who you're talking about. They're that's, lovely girls. Yeah. But they're not in our lives anymore. Right. Um, but we are oddly alike. Speaking right, of karmic right, right. twins we or whatever, we were weird. we met for the first time because of fighting right. sides of our family. Right. But um, when we all came together, they could not wrap their brains around the fact that I he was a decent guy. Yes, he was nice. We kind of got along. It was da da da. Why are we not engaged? And she said, "Well, he doesn't hit you. That's their parameter." Of if he doesn't hit you, he's a catch. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. She's 19 years old. Her whole life is ahead of her. And that's what she well, that's she our comes culture. up with. That's, and that's, 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 that's that our culture. culture. That's so the culture. my point in telling our, yes. my friends was that you have to remember that that old lady has a real dense filter, like a coffee filter. Yeah. And so her, she probably is very psychic. First, she was spot on about yeah. who was around right. her. Well, can I interject yes. in this? Because this is something that gets me fired up. Is this, is that there's a responsibility if you have a gift that you don't, I I am not uh, in favor of just going up to somebody and telling them a message unless they ask me. Right. Unless I really feel like they're into, like if I dream about my friends, like I'll have dreams, I'll just message them. I had a dream. This was the dream. Take it as leave it. It usually comes out, but I'm here, whatever. But I never, ever would ever go up to somebody because I've done that. And I don't know what damage it caused when I had that anaphylactic shock. You remember when I had that psychic thing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And so I was telling people out yes. loud. Yes. And so... I don't think it was fair to put on your friend 
that responsibility that to have in her head. Like, well, she was thinking she was doing her a favor because yeah, I know, the psychic honey, thought y- yes. that your love no, is really but, close by. Right, right. You know but what I'm saying is that, that she that psychic was wrong. Oh yeah, and that and that it, it's dangerous to do that, and that's old thinking. And I I get so fired up because people who don't know what psychics do or what responsibilities are. There are people who hang on our every single word. Yes. I have to be so careful about who I'm reading and I have to disclaimer so many things. I will never tell you to divorce your partner or leave your partner. I will never tell you to invest or not invest. I will never take that responsibility because I could, I could feel something and then they could get hurt. Yeah. Because it's something that I'm seeing and maybe the spirit wants them to know, but they could take it differently and ruin their lives. Yeah. Because you're in charge of your own destiny. That's well, I, I believe that you are in charge of certain things in your destiny. And I believe that fate has it in your hand. Like you, so how you want to go about it. Yes. It's perspective. It's perspective. It's how you go about it. I yeah. feel like I don't, I don't have control, a lot of control of what my destiny is because mm-hmm. I'm doing it. And this is not my personal choice, but I'm making the best of it. But I think that it's really unfair to do that to people because I had that with a friend. A psychic told my friend that she was going to be leaving and she was going to move to a certain area and she lived her entire life. And is she happy? I don't know. Yeah, she's happy. But what I'm saying is like she lived off of it. Yeah. She lived off these words because it's so prophetic. And you have to be careful. And, and, I, and I'm really... Oh, I get so fired up about it because I get calls about that. And that's why we go back to the curse. Somebody, a psychic tells them that I'll take the curse off for such amount of money. And then they live their life and then they manifest as bad luck. There's no bad luck. Shit's going to happen to you until you figure out how to not do the same thing. Yes. Till you learn the lesson. Yes. That's not bad luck. That's shit happening. Yes. If you are chronically an ill person, yes. go beyond. Go beyond your physical self and find out what is the foundation of why you're chronically ill. If you're somebody who always gets a- in it, into accidents, you know, there's people like that. And yeah. may you never not get into an accident. But I'm saying like, there are people that I read that are chronically, there's always car accidents. I was like, did you get your eyes fixed? Do you have the right glasses? Is it your perception? Is it your energy? Are you always angry? Yeah. Like, what is it? What is the attraction to that? Mm-hmm. And so I, I I just worry, like, there are, there are, I mean, and I, and I, I, I yeah. work with, you know. Has a piano fallen on your head? It could. It could. But what I'm saying, <laughs> I don't want to say it Or could. an anvil. Or an anvil. If it could. But what I'm saying is that I think it's very important that uh, I believe in, I do believe in the occult like that. And I have had to help people through things like that and it's very serious and dangerous yeah and it's also it's, it's very, very it's se- kind of rare too it's it's rare and it's but when it happens it does happen mm-hmm. and it, it's not something you mess around with believe me you will know when you're cursed oh my god i know my eyes got really wide i'm like scared of you right now i know i'm very powerful <laughs> i'm very very powerful Don. <laughs> can you say it like peewee <laughs> Come on. I'm very powerful. I'm very powerful, Don. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break. When I come, when we come back, we're going to talk about what I said to Shelf. That's good.
Okay, we're back. I'm so glad you take me seriously. <laughs> I'm just so glad that my mighty powers is taken. That's why I'm on this to, to just kind of so people get to know me. We're all multifaceted, Kathy. <laughs> And that's why I think that's why people really like us because we're we're real, we're ourselves, we're authentic, our authentic selves, and, you know. And I think that we're relatable because I think everybody is multifaceted, and everybody's not the same. You know, uh, we're not in the same um, yeah. mode all the time, right? I certainly am never in the same. I mean, I'm kind of always in Wicked Witch mode, but <laughs> and I'm always that's multifaceted too. <laughs> That's that's a lot of work. So um, the thing I wanted to shelve is that uh, in thinking about like, what do we want to talk about on the podcast? So I usually kind of peruse the interwebs and um, think about like what's happening. And this is very interesting that happens and it has to do with retrogrades. So oh. Oh. my good friend, our good friends who I've known since high school is a lesbian okay okay that's not a newsflash to anybody mm -hmm. okay however she had a friend in high school who she had a friend in high school who she was really super close with mm -hmm. and in high school she wasn't out mm -hmm. and because it was the 80s right and it's lame unlike sophie's lovely generation and younger who have a lot more support they have apps they have apps, <laughs> they have apps. anyway um this person out of nowhere contacted her and said, I haven't really seen you since high school, maybe once or twice. Mm -hmm. I'd love to have dinner with you. That was almost a year ago. Okay. And, or a long time ago, actually. Not a year ago, longer than that. And she, they went out to dinner. She came out to her. Oh. Not aw. Oh. She never heard from her again. For years. Oh. She recently contacted her, okay. messaged her on Facebook and said, hey, I would like to take you out to dinner. Aww. I know you haven't heard from me in years, but at the time when we had dinner and you came out, I didn't know how to handle it. I, I'm very sorry. I'd like, to have, I'd like to make it up to you. And I'd like to okay. explain myself. Oh, okay. So out of nowhere, mm -hmm. this person contacted. I was like, that's weird. See? Oh, I just said her name. Sophie, you have to you have to edit that out. Okay. So um, anyway, uh, I thought it was really interesting. Pause it. And are we pausing? No, we're not pausing. I'm going to keep it going. Sophie's a brilliant editor. Hire her for your podcast. Yeah. So um, anyway, I thought it was really interesting and great. Right. And there we had a conversation. And at first it was like, I don't know if I should. She didn't know if she should actually have dinner with her. But... In the end, you know, we were like, let's give her that person credit, sure. right? So sure. they're going to have dinner. I think that's really great. I swear to you, the next day, I get a friend request from somebody in high school who had no interest in getting to know me ever. Um, he, I have heard through the grapevine that he is a gay man, um, but in high school, he wasn't necessarily, he wasn't out again because it was the 80s and it sucked like that. But um, we did have mutual friends, and I, he had a cool hot rod car, and I thought we would have a, a lot in common because we had other mutual sure. friends. No, right? He never... Right. And I think when I first went on Facebook, I think I reached out to him because I always liked him, but he never really... He was very aloof yeah. with me. 
Anyway, that dude friend requested me and sent me a message. And I was like, okay, I'm curious. I hit accept. And he said, you intrigue me. (laughs) And 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 I I wrote to my friends who also knows him. And I said, who says you intrigue me unless you're Mr. Rourke? (laughs) (laughs) If you're Mr. Rourke, that's okay. (laughs) But he was like, I wish I got to know you when. Oh, I have regrets. Isn't it interesting? And I wrote, life's too short for regrets. You know, I said, maybe next lifetime will be best buds. But in the meantime, I'm glad to see you here, basically. And then he told me, he's like, oh, your profile picture looks like Amy Winehouse. You look so good. Now, first of all, I have to say, when people tell you that you look like an alcoholic (laughs) drug addict, I don't really know, but he's kind of, I guess he's kind of a scenester gay guy, and I'm going to take it. You know, first of all, if that's what they find beautiful, they're comparing you. I was like, thanks. I do spend a lot of money at Sephora and... uh, Right. You can't just say thank you. You can't <laughs> just fucking say thank you. It drives me crazy. I'm sorry. It is a thing. It's so okay. On programs. Stop pro- deprogramming. See, on programs. Stop it's it. It's not an excuse, but I'm just saying, like, Jesus. I know. Jesus. I know. Stop. It's true. I'm telling you, stop it. Okay. I'm stopping it. All right. Anyway. God. So these two people out of nowhere. Guess what? What? Mercury's in retrograde and Cancer and Leo. And that's what happens. What? Yes. I looked it up. Okay. And rekindling of old friendships happens during when Mercury's in retrograde and Cancer and Leo right now. I don't now. want anybody from my past. Right? <laughs> I am so overwhelmed oh, right okay, now. Okay, so oh my god, I have a story. Okay, oh, Sophie. Sophie's finally Sophie on the mic. Like, she's here. Talking. She didn't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. Even you though guys she's have wearing, to stop she's wearing <laughs> a T-shirt that says "We will be heard." I just have to say that <laughs> to stop yelling because okay. it sounds really yelling. bad on the podcast. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to just speak really quietly. MSRP. So the other night, as you guys know, me and Caleb have, has broken up. Well, nobody knows. Nobody knows on the podcast. We, we did. Know. We did. did we we had a whole announcement about it and talked about it. About <laughs> so about it. Heard. You didn't have the t-shirt on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I forgot. So anyway. You, you and, yeah. So me and Caleb broke up, which means that me and him split the week 50-50. But because I've made. With the baby. Ev- with the baby. But because I've made every decision in our relationship for the better and for us, because Caleb can't make decisions and he doesn't listen to the podcast. Hey, Caleb. Um, <laughs> oh, God. We can call Chris Orlando. We can call Chris Orlando. They can have their own podcast. Henry called We Don't Listen to the Sisters Are In. <laughs> yeah. No. I and, 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 and full disclosure, me and Caleb are still best friends. We talk every day. I love him to death, even more than when we were in a relationship. It doesn't matter. Um... But I made the decision that I don't have the baby on the weekend. So I party every single weekend like I don't have a baby or a boyfriend or anything. And it's fantastic. Right. So um, I went out this weekend. And while I was out, um, I met this girl who is best friends with my best friend from when they were little kids who randomly went to Woodstock on a random day when they live in California and then Allie was able to come out. So I'm just I'm just yeah. concurring with you yeah, yeah. that that happened old, in my life too. Yeah. Old friends came and she came to the bar and hung out all night That's and now crazy. me and that girl are close friends. We warned people. Well, texting. Thanks for, what's that? Yeah. Pluto and, uh, That's and Mercury. That's Mercury in retrograde yeah. during this time in Cancer and Leo. Yeah. And apparently it goes from Leo to Cancer back to Leo or something like I that. Can't. We need an astrologer. We, we need an astrologer. Anybody need good an astrologer. out there, email us. No, Sophie. What? 
I oh, still. You're yelling. Again. Oh, Why are I we yelling? All right. If anybody out there <laughs> can do astrology really well and would like to come to the podcast, please email us at www.thesistersareen at gmail.com. Okay. Jeez. All right. I did it. So this Mercury in retrograde brings a lot of drama. Um, a lot of love and fiery fights. Okay. Which is happening. It's okay. happening to me. Oh, oh, I know. It's okay. Oh, it's all John. right. We'll be okay. All right. Uh, yeah, rekindling of old relationships. I said that. So yeah. it's also a blessing in disguise because you're going to really work out how you really feel about stuff. Right. And that is because Neptune is also in retrograde. Neptune is the planet of dreams and illusions oh. and i got oh, that from i want to give credit to elitedaily.com yes and i do go there i like their blogs first and of all dreams <gasps> but when neptune's in in retrograde remember when the out i do know this in general when the outer planets are in retrograde it turns the external to internal okay okay all right so it's kind of like you know um you know summer into winter generally okay okay so when neptune is in retrograde where neptune is usually uh it promotes the daydreaming of you this actually when it's in retrograde it actually lifts the fog oh and you think very clearly so it's positive or if you want that i mean there are people who who ignorance is bliss and people love to not see what an asshole they're living with right right so sometimes or how much they really hate their job right sometimes you can fool yourself as you know sophie described before is just convince yourself to do things and live your life on the regular thinking that's no big deal Right. Well, this is the time where that fog is going to be lifted. Oh, in I the like meantime, oh, oh. in the meantime, old people are coming in your life. So what be careful. This? Be careful. Don't invest in these. Make it a fling. Yeah. Make it a fling. Right. Don't think that this is the solution. This is all planets being wacky. Right. Okay. Retrograde means the pullback. It's a pullback. Yeah. Saturn is also in retrograde. I don't even Jupiter know. Jupiter and Pluto also in retrograde. Do they all get together and say, "Listen, let's I all know, go right? back. Let's all let's all like turn it." Now Saturn is Saturn yeah, is the is the planet of your karma. Oh, right. That's good for that's good for some. It is not good, good again, for some. Again, it's it's in conjunction with the lifting of the fog. Yeah. So you're gonna really. Uh, feel and be mindful of what your priorities really are. And I can say for me, mm. just last week I said to you, I'm writing more, I'm you dieting doing better, that. and I'm I'm like, I do feel like a fog mm-hmm. has been lifted from me. Like I have been thinking about what I've been eating the last six weeks, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I doubled down on menopause and was like, okay, you win. Yeah. And so that fog has been lifted. Mm-hmm. I feel I, I'm listening to myself better. Mm-hmm. Good. Priorities. It's in line. It's in line. Good. I mean, 
I read that article in EliteDaily.com and I was I, like, holy shit. You know what? I hear what you're saying with that. Like that, like I, I'm listening to what this is all about and that's what I'm kind of going through too. It's like, this is the first time I'm really investing. I, I just had this conversation with Henry and Sophie and kind of had a little breakdown about it is that I'm really investing in what I'm doing now. And that's something so hard for me to really have the, the like to really have um like sac- like like to have the the people i love really sacrifice for my for my gifts and it's yeah. it's, it's not like it's a pressure but sophie kind of was like I, I was feeling kind of guilty about it and i realized like that's not the direction to go in the direction is gratitude and that it's okay to invest in yourself and that's what this is about it's like that fog lifting like there's there's no going back yeah i can't go back now we just committed to a point where um, this is really committing. Like we're changing our house. We're changing, you know, the sisters are going on a new venture that's happening and it's going to be great. Yes. And it's more than I could ever uh, probably handle by myself. And I realize I'm not by myself. So it's not just for the first time. It's really just not me riding this bike. Yeah. And I, and I've always rode my own bike because it's safe that way and nobody gets hurt and I can make my own just, you know, but there's other people, all of you. We're on one of those like, um, <laughs> bars, those like, those <laughs> bicycle bars. It, like, no, no. It, they're like stupid. Remember Sophie, when we were in Savannah, they were, um, there's like these bars there's that. There's like 10 people around a table and they all pedal and there's one driver and, and, and <gasps> they drink. And it goes around town. First That's of all, why are, like why, are we, why are we not doing that? Why are we not doing that? That's what I feel like. I feel like yeah. here I am. I was like, and it, it's a, like, you know, you call, you, you know, you, you, I don't want to say what you call me. <laughs> it's like, what but do I call you? The cash cow. Oh, I'm yeah. Kind of like <laughs> but I, it's like, you know, that's, yeah. it's, it's, we all are, but it's like, there's a, there's a certain kind of, a we di- all have a role in the sisters are in it's, here. It's a role in yeah. life. It's not yeah. just the sisters. It's yeah. a different, we're going into a different uh, stage of life. Yeah. And I've never been this responsible ever in my life. Yeah. And so it's exciting. It's yeah. very exciting, but it is different. And then it started happening this last week. And I'm just like, why am I feeling all of these feelings? And everything is changing and everything. It's just, but it's happening so fast on. Like, know. I don't know what's happening, but I, I don't know what's, <laughs> what's co- happening. I never know what's happening to begin with. Never mind going fast forward because I am a turtle. Right. I, I run very well on turtle. I yeah. don't run on rabbit. Yeah. I mean, I am a rabbit. Well, we're not rabbit. I don't feel like we're rabbit. I'm not rabbit. a rabbit. No, we are definitely moving forward. This is fast for me. Yeah. And it's a good. It has to. Because yeah. if it doesn't, what are we going to do? Like be 80? And do an Etsy <laughs> like on Eddie? <laughs> and then yell at each other, what's the price on that? You know, it's like, what are we going to do? No, now's the time to do things. Now's the time to do it. Now's the time. Now is the that time. That has been the message on Patreon this last week. Now's the time. We had... The um, Knight of Wands and the Knight of Wands, when that came out, it was like moving forward, steady pace, don't hesitate. It's the right decision. It wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't like an aggressive forward. It's a gentle move forward. Enough's enough. Mm-hmm. We can't be standing still. Mm-hmm. You know, now's the time for your passion. Now's the time for your passion. Yeah. That's, now's your time for passion. So I was going to read some. Cl- yeah. I was going to like, I felt like we were in an or- I was in an Oracle mood. Okay. <laughs> I like I'm it. powerful because I'm so powerful. Here's Sophie. I can do it. 
Uh, so I'm. I had a couple of decks. Uh, I've got some gifts for um, with decks, and I like to read them. There's this one that we can have a group discussion about. So when I read these cards for everybody that's listening, so it's really for our our crew, everybody listening. Um, this is the awakening to your divine self, mess, uh, wisdom and love from your fearless sister. So a group of women got artists got together and they made this deck and it's pretty amazing. You want to take a picture of it? We're going to take a picture of it and put it on. Um, our good friend Jennifer has a, a piece in here, which mm -hmm. is pretty amazing. Sophie, do you want to choose the card? Sure. And then I'll read it. Okay. And then I have, while you're doing that, we also have, um, this is really cosmic realm it's sophie loves this it's work your light oracle cards uh guidebook by rebecca campbell here you want to take a picture of that mm -hmm. um and it's really deep sophie loves it because it's like so deep so deep all right just pick one that's good and then i have the animal we're gonna do three of them mm. and then for everybody listening all our listeners um, here you want to find that is the spirit animal oracle that Josh uh, gave gave us, which I love. He's such a he's such an amazing guy. Okay, so I'll take a picture of that. I know we love our Patreon circle oh. because we include. Uh, we wouldn't have had these decks included in our own lives if it wasn't for them gifting yeah. us and gifting us and participating. All right, so the first one that we chose, everybody take a deep breath in. Out. With all the light that flows within my being, I transmute all negativity into unconditional love. <laughs> I'm going to clap it out, shake it off, and do a dance. Donna hates when I do that. Breathe awareness. Inhale. Oh, it says inhale, exhale. That's so funny. Breathe and find ourselves. With our inhale, we take the gifts of life. Open to the vastness of possibility and to our creative potential. Expand into awareness. With your exhale, we release the tensions of should. Let go of expectations. Surrender the flow of this moment. Drop into mindfulness. In the pause, we reconnect with stillness, with the basic goodness underlining all that is. Just be. We notice both this breath, our breath, and the larger breath that rides in the wind and circles across the globe and throughout time. No judgment, no curiosity, honor this ongoing cycle, this blessed experience. How great is that? What do you think about that? It was great. It was great, right? So what that's basically saying is that you have to remember that when we get overwhelmed, you have to just breathe and just trust the process, you know, and that's going to bring out your awareness in yourself is through your breath. And trust this experience that's happening. It's very simple. Very good. Okay, so the one from Work Your Light Oracle. Did you want to say anything about that? Breathing? Yeah. You like breathing, Don? I do like <gasps> to breathe. This looks, this card was like intense yeah. when I opened it up. So this is from the Work Your Light Oracle. And it's Council of Light, Divine Orchestration, Helpers in the Subtle Realms. See, this is really deep. This is really deep. So it's the Council of Light is a team of benevolent beings that are here to assist and raising of consciousness of the planet. They're here to help you achieve your soul mission and you're guiding and guiding you at every step of the way. However, because we live in a world where free will reigns, they cannot help you without your permission. If you would like oh. their assistance, it's time to ask them. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Good healers and soul workers should never push the healing on you. You have to ask for help. 
Yeah. You have to ask for help. And if you if you ask, you will receive. Yeah. But to if you're if you are a light worker and you are a healer, a psychic, yeah. Yeah. a shaman, whatever, and you force that healing on somebody when they're not ready, it can be destructive. Yeah. And equally like um it being be just being spiritually aware. Yeah. Like there's someone in our life who I I've known for years is he's very He's very in tune. He's yes. just not really uh, accepting how in tune he is. And I'm like, when you're ready to talk about it, I'll be here. Right. And when I finally got time. a message. He's like, we need to talk about things spiritual. And I was like, we've been waiting. Gosh, we're here. We're here. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it's like the Council of Light is a team of ascended masters, light beings, angels, guided, devoted to the rising of the earth and all humanity. If you are a light worker, it is from that you will receive your personal mission. Like a spirit world united nations, they will thank you so much for doing the work and devoting your life to uplifting the planet. Pray to them for clarity and guidance regarding your personal miss- mm. mission. Put in your requests and let them go to work. Mm. So this is for light workers. So the message is for people who are seeking light work um, is to ask for that help. Seek yeah. somebody that you have a good chemistry with and go for it. And trust I think that. it's interesting because you're you're you teach people to elevate in their own spiritual realm. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's the that's my mission. That's yeah. what I've been given. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that you know you ha- you know I I'm only helping you to heal. You can heal yourself. And for those who are light workers. Now is the time to not doubt that work and find your education, find your, uh, find somebody to help, help you learn, pray, meditate, whatever it is. Um, and that's, that, that can part of your mission. Go for it. Don't, don't hesitate and don't doubt your gift because that's what happens and it holds us back. That's what, that's what holds me back. Yeah. No, it doesn't hold me back anymore. That's what did hold me back is that I didn't feel I was good enough, you know? Right. So... In the animal spirit that we just picked out, we got the beaver spirit. Lay a solid foundation. Mm. Number six. What does number six mean to you? you want me to find it? Yeah, find it on the thing. Did I put it in here? Yeah. Six is not a favorite number of mine. But why? Uh, Did you want to see my... But why? What did it do to you? I don't know. I feel like it's halfway there. It's not. It's a little more than halfway there. It feels like there's so much more to eight. go. I feel like Seinfeld. It's not quite an eight. It's not quite an eight. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's so true. Jerry Seinfeld. What's yeah. up with six? It's, it's not, not a, quite. It's ha- you know, it's twice three. It's not Three's three. good enough. <laughs> Three's great. Eight's okay. It's Eight's bottom great. heavy. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not my favorite. And it, you know, it's funny you say that. We talk about how we're like superstitious about numbers and stuff. I will never park in a space if the number is like six, sixteen, twenty-six, sixty. Blah, blah, blah. Really? Not a favorite. Five is not my favorite. Five is not. Five is a lot of. But I'll pay- always go to the odd numbers. That's why five. Oh, I'll five. Do, five will do. <laughs> five because will do. it's odd. I'll always choose the odd number. Yeah, six is about work. Six oh. is about well, work. Yeah, go. who the frick, right? Six is about work. It's your spirit. It's all work. Any work that you do, it's a mission. It's making things happen. So what does six have to do with beaver? Well, I'm going to read it to you right now. Okay. This is for all of us guys. Listen, pay attention. It says, lay a solid foundation. Beaver spirit is here to tell you about a power living within you that is born of spirit, the source of which all life arises. This is the power to establish the sacred connection with the universal consciousness so that you can deliberately co-create the world you desire. Mm. This is all about Mm -hmm. making things you want. So there's a theme. 
there's a theme. Not all these cards are the same. Like, it's not like you're going to get everything. But this is really about your determination about what you want in your life. Okay, let me read. If with spirit as your partner, trust your spirit, you bring the twigs and branches to your intentions and desires and spread them across the river of time. You'll be amazed at what you can do. You will find that you can even change the direction of the flow of life. You can assure that your world will be prosperous and purposeful, filled with love and joy, rich with magic and meaning. I like the the Spirit I like the metaphor partner. of putting twigs. I like that. Down to change the whole flow of things. If you think about it, twigs are so tiny and inconsequential but if you just continually do mm-hmm. and uh you're consistent with your intention of where you're putting all deliberate. of those little be deliberate be deliberate all those twigs how you will change the flow of everything oh, oh donna i like it donna say you're powerful i'm powerful <laughs> msrp <laughs> msrp so those were that see you notice how like what i love is that all the messages were were i don't want to say congruent that's not that's not a thing sure were they congruent okay they were parallel sure (laughs) they were acute let's talk about the theme you said oh okay so the theme is about uh the focus of what you need in your life to get where you want to be and if you are somebody who is seeking light working it's time to ask for help. Seek a light worker that you trust, um, something that you're interested in and go for it and ask for help because good healers and light workers will not make you do it. So you have to do it for yourself. If you are a light worker, it is time for you to accept that you're a light worker. Trust your spirit to lead you to your mission because that is what you're, that's, that's your direction in life is that it doesn't have to be everything. You don't have to give up. It's not about giving up your job and doing it. It's about, making that part of your life because you're here to, we need you. We need all the light workers we can get right now. Mm-hmm. And people need that. So if you have a special gift, you know, now's the time to nurture it. And for everybody, light workers and all, and, and one and seekers is that be deliberate in what you want in your life. As you were saying with the twigs, it's like it, everything that you do has a purpose. Every decision you make right now will lead you somewhere that'll create your foundation to what you want in your life. Right. So if you're making decisions just based on your programming, yeah. your sense of obligation, yeah. doing it for the sake of doing it, right? it's counterproductive to your real to fulfillment. To your authentic fulfillment self, your yeah. spiritual self. I think we're I done. I think we're done. <laughs> that was brilliant. Okay. Ow, that was brilliant. Good job, Soph. Good job, Don. Okay. So everybody live in the moment. Think positive. Okay. Look for us, Patreon, Etsy, Instagram. Bye. Bye. Open up my 